they were game collectors. And they were the best of pals. Talked about a podcast. And now they're here to fill your hour. Power on. Retro gaming podcast. Power on. Retro gaming podcast. Power on. Retro gaming podcast. Welcome back to episode 37 of the Power On Retro Gaming Podcast. My name is Scott. Join with me this evening is my co-host, James. How are you doing, Barbara? Brother. Oh, I'm good, speak. mate. Uh, it's all good. You've had two classes. <laughs> so had just, two. Uh... Yeah, I've had two F45s, so I'm uh, slightly exhausted but ready to rumble and, uh, you know. All worn out and talking about video games now. That's right. Time to uh, settle into a 45-minute to an hour podcast and... Have some general yeah. chit chat with uh, with an old buddy. So what's been happening? What's been happening on my end? Uh, not too much. Just uh, some general housework. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down there, brother. No, no, go ahead. No, uh, this is just getting the house um, all organised. Uh, Got to do a few things before we uh, uh, before three months is up. Um, I love for all like. Dirty. For some incentives uh, that we need back on the house, um, yes. but besides that, it's just I've been working and then playing some Far Cry Six um, <laughs> when I've had when I've had a chance. Yep. Um, besides that, yeah, it's just been a busy week, I'd say. What about yourself? Oh well, oh, I've been extremely busy. Obviously, we had a couple of storms in Melbourne recently, so that's kept me. Um, as a small business owner, yep. extremely busy. Um, I haven't so much had a lot of time for gaming as much as I'd like to, but um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's been it's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, not really much more to tell you <laughs> in terms of that of a, my yeah. personal life, but yeah, yeah, just you know, I I have definitely been collecting and keeping my eye out for certain things, but not so much um, putting hand to joystick so to speak, um, when it comes to playing games, yeah. That's all right. Life gets in the way, as we know. Well, we yes, all get the, busy uh, at some point. The spirit's willing, but, yeah, it's just the time. It's, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it, it gets late and you just want to go to bed, and then the next day it's um same it's thing big. over again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So anyway, we're going we're gonna to get stuck into it. I'm sure we can um, muster up some <laughs> gaming chat. We've got I'm, a, sure, got I'm a, sure we've got something. We've got something. All right. Well, how are you going on Far Cry 6 anyway? Well, I actually beat it uh, earlier this week. I was actually playing it, like, non-stop when I had the chance. Um, like, last weekend, Paige, yep. uh, she had a friend over on Saturday, and they were playing drinking games and whatnot, and I was just literally playing it from maybe, like, 11 in the morning till about 9 at night. Same with the Sunday. I just couldn't put it down then. When I finished work at five, because I've been working from home, which has been great. Um, as soon as it's done, and just before I have to start cooking dinner, I'll play like 30 minutes, and yep. then might play a bit after, and then I'll go to bed. Um, I've been going to bed quite early lately. I'm becoming more and more you, where the early bird, where I used to get up, uh, stay up late, and sleep in. Now it's Coming the other way, where get up early and then go to sleep early. Yes, it's the way to be. 
That's the way to be. Yeah, um, um, besides, besides that, like like a big Far Cry, um, and the story was, in my opinion, fantastic. The gameplay was great. It got a bit repetitive sometimes, but a lot of Ubisoft games are a bit the same way. Um, yeah. Just like Assassin's Creed, there are a lot of repetitive stories and missions that you got to do in gameplay functionally. Yep. But overall, the story would, kept me entertained, and it was a big shock end. Uh, I won't ruin it for anyone because it's a brand new game. Um, I've just started playing Deathloop as of a couple of hours ago. Very weird game. Um, PS5? Yeah, PS5. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of time travel aspects to it. Um, like, at the moment, I have no idea what the hell is going on in it. Sure. But neither does the main character. Mm. So I'm learning as he's learning, which is fun. It's got a bit of the uh, Final Fantasy Tens to it then. I have no idea, but I'll say yes. <laughs> You'll have to take my word for it. I'll take your word for it. Um, besides yeah. that, that is the only games I've been playing recently. I, as I said in the past... Once I play a game, I generally stick to the one game um, until I will complete it, unless I hate it. Yep. And Far Cry 6 I absolutely loved, um, but there is no way I'll stick around and platinum it. Uh, as we discussed on the last episode, there's a lot of games to play, and that's <laughs> what I shall do. Yeah, well, that's uh, at least you, you mean you're getting through those games, my man. Yeah. Um, Far Cry 6 apparently is pretty good, so... You know, obviously you you keep up with the current titles. I'm sort of, that's not really me. Um, yep. But it's good that you've sort of been able to finish that and now you can move on to Death Stranding, which is what, a, a recent release as well. Yeah, so Deathloop, um, it came oh, out. <laughs> yeah, Death Stranding. Hey, it came out. Death Stranding. Uh, i got a friend who loves of... that game. Death Stranding? No, I have no idea. What is that? It's like a, well, as far as I'm aware, but this is from a, Oh, Death Bias. Stranding, uh, like opinion. the Hideo Kojima one, yeah. Yeah, it's like Oz Post um, cross with Metal Gear yeah. Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one, yep. Yep. Um, with uh, Norman Reedus as the main character. I don't know, I've never played it. Did you play it? I have not, but I know plenty of it. Um, have, you got, have you got it? No, nah, it didn't do too well in the box office world of the gaming world. If that even makes any sense. I don't uh, think it does, sorry. No. That's all good. Um, yep. But, yeah, they remastered it for the PS5 recently, and I still think it's bombed as well. But, once again, I haven't played it. I don't know if it's my sort of game, but... Well, yeah. I, yeah I, try it. I looked through the comments on some of the gameplay and stuff, and people, some people love it. They swear yep. by it. But others, you know, I guess if you're a fan of... Uh, the kind of games he was putting out before, then, um, yeah, this one was a bit of a shock. Yeah. So, don't know. I like personal opinion. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, did you end up getting, uh, was it Ratchet and Clank? That is my next game that I'm going to purchase. So, yeah, I'm okay. not going to buy anything until Deathloop is finished. Or if I'm hating it, then I'll end up buying it and then we'll move on to that one. But I'm still waiting for a special. Like, it's a, been at around a hundred bucks for a while now, and I didn't really want to spend that much um, yeah. because the newer release games that have been coming out, like 
Far Cry was around the $70 mark. Uh, Deathloop also. 100 is just too much for a new video game. Yeah, uh, That's definitely. just my opinion, yeah. Well, so, <clears throat> yeah, I guess, I mean, it d- really depends on your situation, but $100 isn't something to, um, you know. Like, I don't even know what the rest of that's saying. Is it just something to fill in the blank for me, Papo? Uh, like, it's still... <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I know where you're getting at. Like, it, yeah. it's, still, it's still affordable, but once again... I'd rather wait on it if it's going to be a hundred dollars. If it came down to like seventy bucks, yeah, the sure. But yeah, I just, well, I mean, it is the, a it's a big chunk of change, hundred bucks. Like, um, you know, even a, a new 3DS game back in the day was like eighty bucks, seventy nine bucks. Um, yeah. that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Um, but. and you know, I'm sure. Like, I I recently this week I picked up um, Dragon Ball Z Attack on the Saiyans, mm-hmm. Attack of the Saiyans. Um, on DS, and that was that's getting harder to find. I think I paid about eighty bucks for it, but because yep. it's sort of one of the better DBZ games, also a huge fan of the series, and it's mm-hmm. an, like a RPG game. It's a little bit different to the rest. Um, I was you know keen to shell out for it because you know I wanted to play it, and I'm really interested in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it was a hundred, I probably would have. We wouldn't have. Oh, it. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Like, you got what you wanted. Well, not it hasn't arrived yet, but when it arrives, <laughs> I'll, uh, But, yeah, I looked at heaps of YouTube footage, and I've been eyeing it off for a while, and it just hasn't dropped down. And, you know, it's either I get it or I don't get it. So, no. um, you know, I haven't got a great deal of stuff, um, so I figured I'd just grab it and, um, you know, the uh, the lights get shut off. So be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's that's cool, man. Yeah, so Far Cry 6 is done. you probably got, what, a couple of weekends of Death Loop? What was it? Yeah, I'd say we might get it done in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, sweet. And then what's then, after that? Ratchet and Clank. If not that, yeah. I'm actually... Because on, I think it was like three podcasts ago, I mentioned to you uh, Max Payne too. Yep, yep. Um, because I didn't want to play it on my laptop because it was such a small screen, but now... I'm working from home. I've got the desktop going. I've got the dual screens for work. Um, I might install it on the uh, the PC and I'll play it from there. So we'll be laughing. Yeah, awesome, awesome um, man. So as as I mentioned, yeah, we I beat uh, Max Payne one on the PS2, which was on the PSN network, and Max Payne two was unavailable, yep. which really annoyed me back then. And so mm-hmm. I've just um, I've got the disc here, and then we can install it, and then it'll be be happy days because we'll start playing it. Yeah, cool, man. And then we, yeah, then I can move on to the PS3 version of Max Payne 3, and I'll complete the trilogy. Awesome. I already have done this in the past, but I wanted yeah, to do no. it again, as we discussed. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. They're good yeah. games. They're good games. They're, they're very good games. The games are out there to be played. Yeah. So, in terms of gaming world, besides being very busy, have you been playing much? Uh, when I did sneak some time, I actually put in um, Persona Q on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. I've dropped a lot of time into that uh, in the past, but I got stuck. Um, it is a dungeon crawler where you have to map out the, I guess, the stages. Um, I've probably spoken about this a few times, but it just sort of got to a point where I was yeah, completely lost by it. And it can be a bit tricky. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched some YouTube videos about how to clear this section. Um, 
and then I was getting ready to play it and then something came up and I didn't get a chance to actually sit down and complete the section. But I have now obtained the knowledge on how to get past this section, so it's just a matter of me going into that game and getting past that bit and then I can move on with it. Uh, I did complete... Uh, what was the game I was talking about? Aliens or something last? I can't even remember. That's uh, Aliens Co- Colonial, yeah. yeah, Colonial Marines or something like that That's on 360. Yep. Man, that is a shocker. That yeah. game, I <laughs> I battled with it and it was. I'm surprised you. I, <laughs> I'm surprised too. I think it was just the fact that I was watching Aliens while playing it that just kept me interested. Um, yep. But. To be honest, it's so poor. It's really, really poor. Like, it is just such a bad game. Like, nothing about it is well done. At some stages, the graphics just turn to, like, Nintendo 64. Then they just come back to, you know, early Xbox 360. It's just crazy how little care seems to have been put into that game. You know, if if you're wearing the Aliens title on a game, you'd think it would be, you know, a massive franchise. You'd think there'd be some level of care put into it, especially being by Sega. Yeah. Sega. Yeah. <laughs> Sega. Yeah, well, this is just really... It was really disappointing. That's really crazy. disappointing. Especially loving that Aliens Isolation on... Uh, well, I played it on the PS4. Um, yep. Yeah, this was just disappointing. Really disappointing. Um, That's this, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. then I, I put in Never Dead after that on 360. I was like, I'll keep the 360 ball rolling here. I put in about five hours into that game and just gave up on it because it was just it played so poorly. And I'd been hurt by Alien, so I was like, I can't do this to myself. I need to play something that's decent. <laughs> um, so that's that's, that's gone into the completed box. I've got a little box here of games that I'm, I've uh, completed. Trying to, make, so, trying to make your way through. Or given up on. And, yeah, Never Dead's gone in there, which was yep. a Konami game. So disappointing. It's like... You know, my one of my favourite Super Nintendo games, Plock, where you lose your limbs and you sort of have to reclaim them. That sort of is an element of this game. So I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's like a, you know, has similar aspects. But no, it's it couldn't be. It's just a shocker. It's Terrible. Crazy. Um, you know, and you I know, looked at it. I just wanted to cut in there. You yeah. know, in Aliens, uh, you know that uh, Private Vasquez or whatever her name is? Like, she's like with the minigun. She's blowing yes. shit up. Did you know that she's the aunt in Terminator 2? Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, I found that out recently, and I was just like, oh, mind-blowing. Yeah, she's in something else as well that I was surprised. Um, you sort of caught me off guard or I would have done the research, but I was... <laughs> yeah, because apparently she was a big a big deal in the um, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of strong women in film, and she's obviously, like, kicking ass in... In Aliens 2, which is a really yeah. good movie. Um, it is a very good movie. You know, even Sigourney Weavers is great in those. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I got... um. whole franchise is great, but yeah, let's move on. Yeah, well, I got Aliens vs. Predator on the 360. There is another game which um, is like a... It's like an Age of Empires style. What are they called? Um, like, not MMO, but um, um, it's tactical... Like a, yeah, tactical game, which I would just avoid it. But, yeah, I'm going to give this one a go. That arrived. Um, Alien Trilogy arrived on PS1. Um, I got okay. a second copy of Oni. Oni on um, That's a Rockstar game on PS2 because the first one didn't work that I purchased. Oh, and there's a lady on the cover with a couple of Uzis. Yeah, like purple hair. Yeah, yeah, that's one. 
I've never played it, so hopefully it's all right. Never, never played it either, but hopefully it is good for your sake. And, uh, yeah, one of the more recent ones that came today was uh, Tomb Raider, The Angel of Darkness on PS2. I haven't heard okay. a lot of good things, but yep. um, yes. I'm sort of getting into the Tomb Raiders at the moment. <laughs> that's, that's right. You're still buying them all, which is it's good. Yeah, I'm trying to track them all down. I've just got to get the Game Boy Advance one, and there's one on the Dreamcast Chronicles, which I think I have, but I'm bidding on it on PS1. So. Yeah, no, that's um, fair Apart from the N-Gage, I'll pretty much have them all. Um, Beautiful. But, what I've been playing, to answer, to get back to your question, because uh, <laughs> I was going off a bit of a tangent there, yep. I started playing God of War again on PS4, trying yeah, yep. to move forward with that. Uh, Which we were talking I, about last week. Yeah, and um, I just beat the... There's a dragon boss, which I'm sure you're familiar with because you've completed it, but um, I just completed that section of the game. So I'm probably, I don't know how many hours in, but, you know, uh, getting getting into it, I guess. Yeah, because um, last mm. fortnight when we did the board podcast, you mm. weren't a big fan, but you're slowly coming around. Well, I want to give it a good chance because everyone I've spoken to has yep. said it's great. Every, I haven't heard one bad thing about it. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know if that affected my... Because you know what I'm like, I'm a bit... If everyone's like, oh, I love it so much, and I get into it, it's not instantly great. I'm like, oh, what's everyone talking about? Yeah, this game yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> I was sort of like that with um, Mario Odyssey as well. However, I don't think that was as good as people were saying. That's just my opinion. Anyway, so um, yep. yeah, I'm playing that. I'm playing that. I did play a bit of Fade to Silence, which is a sort of a survival horror-ish game on the PS4. Doesn't have yep. a lot of noise around it, but it's fairly good. Knights of Azure. I don't even know Azura. I don't know how you Azura? say it. It's like know. a hack and slash game. Pretty yep. groovy. Uh, I played a bit of um, the Wii U as well, Warriors Orochi 3 Hyper. Okay. <laughs> and the wonderful 101 I was playing as well. Just little snippets. So I'm trying yep. to get through that game because I've been playing it for a long time. Um, and the other night I sat down and played a bit of Mega Land Legends 1 again. Okay. So I think that's like a five-hour game, and I'm probably two hours into it. So. Yep. If I really wanted to, I could complete it quite quickly, but um, it's very nostalgic for me, so I'll just take my time with it. Yeah, yeah. And Bomberman 64, I completed the first stage, um, but I was sort of in between doing things, so I just did the first stage and then turned it off, saved and turned it off. Yep. Uh, as long as you saved it. As long as I saved it, that's right. Um, let's hope it saves. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, a little bit of Red Dead Online, which I think I yep. spoke about, and the new Guilty Gear, um, Strive. Guilty Gear, yeah, Strive, okay. which is, um, yeah, that's it's just like every other Guilty Gear, really. I'm not overly or underly, underly oppressed, uh, impressed by it. It's just another fighting game, to be honest. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know. It just, it's not doing anything special for me. It's just, it's just another Guilty Gear. Yeah. Unfortunately, yep. I was hunting around for it, um, and I got it. Then I was like, oh, it's, it's okay. Yep. Expecting something, you know, because it's a PS5 game, but also on the PS4, I was expecting a bit more, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting Monster Hunter Stories 2 on the Switch, yep. which I was looking for. Um, probably paid over for it, but whatever. On the Switch, um, okay, yeah. Yeah, because that's getting a bit tricky to find. Um, it's the first one's on the 3DS, in case you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I may, I may, no, I didn't end up getting that. 
I remember seeing it like years ago. Yeah, I think it's it may even be coming tricky to find on the well, all games on the 3DS are going to become difficult to find at some stage because they're not yeah. making them anymore. But um, yeah, so that's that sort of rounds out what I've got in the last couple of weeks uh, until I think of more titles. <laughs> but oh, um, I haven't downloaded anything, and yeah, I mentioned Dragon Ball Z. Um, but yeah, I haven't. Other than those titles, as I said, I've been quite busy, so I haven't had a lot of time to play. But I've definitely been watching reviews and stuff, uh, and listening to them while I'm cruising around, just you know, trying to work out what to play next. And um, yep. you know, there's obviously a lot of titles to get through. So yep. Um, let me just check because I think I I got um something else yesterday. So much I get because I can't even remember what I've got. Oh, that's right. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection on PS3. Yep. And um, 13 Sentinels on PS4, which is an Atlas game, which I'm quite excited about. And they're yet to arrive? They are yet to arrive. They are very recent. So can't wait to not play them straight away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course. Um, but, you know, that's that's just the way it goes. You know, you, oh. the hunt... Uh, the hunt continues, but, you know, we're out of lockdown now in Melbourne and I was able to go into a JB, but I just, oh, not a JB, an EB game, sorry. But the magic's just totally gone. I went in there and it's just, it's so generic. It's 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 more merchandise than games and everything on the shelf's overpriced and just commons. I used yeah. to go in and you'd be like, oh, look at this. Can't, it's hard to find this or this is a great price or look at these secondhand games. There's um, pre-owned but, sections where it was just, You'd find gold in there. Those days are gone. Yeah, well, now it's almost like that section doesn't exist. There's only a small little booth for it. Yeah. Um, not to mention, you know, um, 3DS is gone, Vita's gone, PSP's gone. All the they've run their course, so it's just Switch, Xbox, and PS4 or five now. So. Yeah. Um, it's a little I, upsetting, but. Well, I, I went in sort of like I want to get something. Yeah. You know, just like I was having a look around. I'm like, well. It's all just shit, <laughs> or I've yeah. got it. So, yeah, disappointing. But um, it is what it is, mate. Now, now the most of the game collecting is done online, to be honest. Exactly, it's coming a digital world as well, which we hate. But well, yeah. we don't hate it. We're coming yeah, around we're, to it. Both we're coming people. around, but yeah, <laughs> we are still um, heavy. I'm still not, I'm, I don't hate it, but I'm not favourable towards. Well, it. as Olivia Newton-John put it, let's get physical copies. <laughs> um, you know that was the working title for the song yeah and she was right you know we want we want the box we want the the cover art and all that we want the collection exactly um, you know and that's just the way we roll um have you uh have you got any collectibles or anything like that in the last couple of weeks uh just a couple of cables um oh, one there. is one charger's coming for i couldn't find my psp charger um oh, look out. so <laughs> Charge is coming for that, which also does DS, D3DS. Okay. The, yeah. It's like a multi-charger thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like 10 bucks, and I was like, I definitely need this because I keep misplacing my chargers. Um, so I've got like a little station near the recliners um, where like PS5 controllers get charged, uh, the Wii U gets stocked, and it's like for like, a little charging station, so it's good. So that's where the cables will go, uh, so I don't lose it, and when I need to play something, it will just be charged there. Awesome. Um, 
I well, I had on pre-order since actually last year. It's Pirate and Pirate Rocksteady and Bebop uh, figure from Turtles in Time. That yeah. Pirate level um, that arrived finally. Cool. Uh, also with a Frankenstein like from Universal Monsters um, black and white version. So oh, you that, like that stuff too? I do. I love that stuff. Um, so what? So, it's the actual the Doctor is it? No, no, oh. it's Frank. It's actual Frankenstein. Ah, oh, the monster. Yeah, not Dr. Frankenstein uh, from what movie? Uh, yeah, Young Frankenstein. Oh, movie. no, I'm just because Frankenstein's <laughs> the doctor who made Frankenstein. No, no, yeah, it's, it's oh, oh, the doctor would be cool, but yeah, no, it's the actual monster. Yeah, because I've been watching all like, not, I've been watching sort of summarized versions of those movies like Bride of Frankenstein, those early ones and stuff like that. So um, yeah. that's cool that you like that. So I didn't even know that. Here we are. Oh. 20 years yeah. of friendship where, yeah. you know we didn't even know that so a couple of years ago i bought like the box set of all the universal monsters on blu-ray yeah, yeah. um i think it was around the time when i bought like uh what's the show um the monsters. Yeah, the, um, oh, actually like the monsters as well Twilight um, Zone. yeah the Twilight Zone. Uh, when i bought like the three seasons of that um but anyways, uh, I also had a death in the console family, which was a very sad day. Um, like after the last podcast, when you said make sure that everything works, uh, everything did work. I just had to reorganize plugs uh, and make sure that everything was plugged in properly. Into so some of these switches that I had, like the uh, HDMI switches, they were like some cheap ones, and I had one real good one. That had its own power supply and a remote. Yep. Um, so every time you turn on that console and you chuck it on, it picks up HDMI, which which one it might be. Yep. And as soon as you put it onto the HDMI, it actually just lights up that console and it plays it straight away. Yep. But the cheaper ones that I had, they weren't working properly. So I had to spend good money on two more of these switches because it's a lot of consoles to go into HDMI plugs. But now they're all working perfectly. Um, so everything's all hooked up. I just I've got a couple of wireless controllers as well. I need to actually get a WaveBird for the GameCube because I don't have one. Um, I'd rather play wirelessly instead um, so of just potentially cracking it and bringing down the whole console from the cabinet, um, yep. which can happen. Um, besides that, yeah, the death in the console family, like. Once I'd set up everything, I, I realized I had room for one more, and I set up the original Xbox. Um, it powered on, and it came to the uh, green and red flashing light, which means it is dead. Oh, no. Um, like the original Xbox. So I was quite upset about that one because I've got some original Xbox exclusive-only games that aren't backwards compatible with the 360 or the Xbox One and whatnot. Yep. So that was actually really sad. Um, I think that's going to be a console that gets harder to find as time goes on. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I mean, we had probably two. One was shipped and I don't know what happened to the other one. But, um, yeah, when I needed one early on, I went down to Cash Converter's Kmart Burwood one. Mm-hmm. Back, I think it was, it's probably not there anymore. No, but still that, there. Yeah, they just had one on the shelf, 50 bucks, and I was like, yeah, take it, done. And yeah. it worked fine. But, yeah, like, you'll – I haven't checked eBay for them. 
I'm assuming they're they're getting harder to find. Yeah, I haven't even looked. I just once it didn't work, I put it back in the box. And I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do now? Buried in the backyard. Yeah, because I wanted to play uh, Crazy Taxi Three, and there was another <laughs> game that I purchased that I wanted to play that's not backwards compatible, and I was like, this sucks. Um, so that was actually a very sad day. I wanted to put a post up with like that music, that like you know the death music. I don't yeah. know the tune, but I'm sure people do. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, not it. That's not it. <laughs> Why don't but you anyway, just uh, we just start up a GoFundMe for a replacement? Another another Xbox, another Xbox yeah. For old Papo. Keep the controllers though; they're hard to come by. And I've got everything. So it's got the remote. It's got all the hookups. It's got um, yeah, like the DVD remote. Uh, one of the Duke controllers. One of the smaller controllers. But yeah, console needs technical support. And clearly, there's no technical support for the original Xbox no more. Um, yeah. but yeah. anyways, let's move on from these sad times. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really struggling. I don't know if I can continue the show now after that news. Yeah. Should anyway, we um, talk yeah. about our main topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, um, we're going to talk about, obviously, something we've both had, but um, our top – we're not going to do a top five. We'll just do a top sort of whatever of um, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Yep. Um, brief backstory on me. I had the original, original Game Boy, the – was it like a shale grey and pink or something like that? Uh, I don't actually know when we got that. Um, maybe it was before I started recording. But, um, yeah. But anyway, we had that and we had <laughs> Tetris on it. So I remember playing Tetris on that for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had my I got my own Game Boy Pocket for my birthday when I was, well, it was around the time, it would have been, what, 90? It would have been on release, the Game Boy Pocket. Um, and it was that translucent one where you can see all the internal components of it. Yep. So, it would have been like 96 to be honest. Yeah, I was thinking it was someone around there because it wasn't too long before I got um, Pokemon Red. But, yep. Um, yeah, yeah, it is 96 because I'm looking at the back of it now and it says what year it was made. Anyway, um, yeah, the first game I had on that was Warrior Land. And... Um, yeah, that was that was a that's a killer game, Warrior Land, the original mm-hmm. one. Yes. And um, that would be one of my favourites uh, because of how it plays. It's like the alternative Mario, and you know you can do a a charge attack, um, and you sort of have to progress through the levels. It plays similar to Mario. Obviously, it's it's sort of based on the same idea of a side-scrolling, you know, platformer. But yeah, you have to progress um, using that charge technique and different techniques um, to defeat the enemies and you, you flip them over and then you you charge them and that's how you defeat them. Whereas in Mario, you just jump on their head or I know there's like other enemies that you have to sort of, like the turtle, you got to jump on it then kick it away. So it's sort of like that. But, um, you know, it actually does say on it Super Mario Land 3. So I guess yeah. it was developed by the same guys. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And, um, you know, nowadays Wario is sort of, completely different to what he used to be. Uh, unfortunately, he's not... We don't see games like this anymore. I know we had another three installments um, and the last of the 
Warrior Lands being number four on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, the first one and also the second one was also going to be another one. But I feel like the second one, uh, I couldn't beat the second one when I was younger and I haven't attempted it since, but I did beat the first one. And, um, yeah, they were both killer games. Just so unique. Um, but, yeah, the first game, that was the first game I got Warrior Land and very, very fun. No, no, I it sort of had like a brain. pirate vibe to it, if I recall correctly. Yeah. I um, did like pirates. Do like pirates. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that's, um, there's a couple of mine. But um, what was, what was your, how did you end up with a Game Boy? What was your sort of background on that? So the Game Boy I had uh, was the original one. It was my dad's partner's Game Boy. So when they were together, uh, I used, used to use it all the time. Um, Tetris was the main thing. It was like back in, like, I'd say, 93 or whatever. Um, we'd, I'd play it and also uh, Castlevania, uh, the original one on the Game Boy. Um, I've actually still got that cartridge. I don't have the Tetris, don't know what happened to that. But um, that was the first time I had, well, it wasn't my own console, the Super Nintendo was my own very first console, but that was my Game Boy. Mm. And then when the partner left, I ended up getting... We we're gonna get the pocket, um, and my mom's like, "No, well, she heard word that the color was coming out, so we waited, and then we ended up getting the color on release, and that's when I got um, game was it? Uh, it was Tetris Attack, and yeah. this, in my opinion, is a very underrated puzzle game. Um, it's really fun. Uh, you just gotta match up the the blocks, pretty much, kind of like Tetris, but kind of different." Yeah, um, and you just progress through the levels, and once you do that, it also came out on the Super Nintendo. Um, this game, but yeah, Tetris Attack was my first uh, Game Boy game that I owned, and I've still got it, and I absolutely love that game. It's very fun if you something that you should look up. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen gameplay footage, but it's quite fun. Um, yeah, besides that, I'll. I'll let you mention another game uh, that may have been in your favourites, um, and we'll just rattle off each other. Yeah, well, uh, it's probably no secret because I've spoken about this on other episodes, and um, that would be the Dr. Mario. Um, it's yep. got a Tetris vibe to it, but it's a completely different sort of strategy puzzle, would you call it? I guess, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe even a health game, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... it's yeah, like basically the Mario's up in the top right and he's flipping out um, pills or tablets, whatever you want to call them. And uh, you have to line up the colours, which at the time on a black and white screen wasn't too easy. But yeah, you line them up and feed the little viruses um, around. That's exactly what they are, yeah. Yeah, little viruses. And I just remember having these this really cool T-shirt when I was younger that had like Dr. Mario on it and the viruses. And I thought it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um what I was cool, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> that that Doctor Mario is still it's it's just a fun game to play, very yep. exciting and it's always challenging and he has oh, the the music's groovy, um, yeah, it's awesome. I loved that he showed up in Smash Bros. I was so excited for that. and he was you know my go-to for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see that the game is still around because it's a good formula for a puzzle game. Um, I agree. So, it's simple. Yeah. And really well for years and years and years like, yeah it's like, cool um super nintendo it, nintendo 64 i don't know if it went to the gamecube or not but 
it's still going around. I think they brought out like a Switch thing. Did they not? I um, think there might be. A, there's a 3DS one. There's a mobile one. I don't know if they did it on the Switch. It's probably part of the um the uh, retro titles. Maybe oh, I haven't looked, but yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. And something I can play to this day and still really enjoy. But we, I don't really remember getting it. I think it was part of the collection we got with the original Game Boy, which was mm-hmm. sort of before my time. So I'm not really sure. But yeah, that and another one was Tetris, which I mentioned we had um, those two together were a lot of fun. But I think back then you sort of just went to the, the store and Tetris, everyone had Tetris. We didn't have Tetris, you know, something wrong, but... Yeah, that, that and um, Dr. Mario, you know, very similar games. So it's almost like um, you probably should have grabbed... Um, was that Mario released early? I can't even remember. Was it like Legend of the Rings or something? No. Or the coins, the magic coins? Legend of the Six Coins or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. I never had it, but if that was a launch style, I would probably prefer one of those rather than two. I think games. that was Mario Land 2. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it came a bit later on the game, game mode, but I'm pretty sure that was Mario Land 2 and then it was Mario Land 3 Warrior. Sure, okay. Yeah, well that's um yeah, that's that's definitely one of mine favourites. Um we'll go for another one from you, please. Yeah, um one of I suppose we'll both mention this. Um it is um Pokemon Blue. Um mm. And I think I've mentioned this in the past. Uh, as I was playing uh, uh, Pokemon uh, Tetris Attack, my stepbrother uh, was playing Pokemon uh, Red and yep. made it sound so good from what he was just describing to me. And as he was playing, and then I got jealous and I started talking up my game, like, oh, I'm leveling up my Yoshi, who's, like, doing this as I'm just progressing in the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went home and... Uh, after I left my dad's, went home to him, I'm like, Mom, Pokemon yeah. Blue, let's go, like, Carmen of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we ended up going down uh, to Kmart in um, Forest Hill, where it used to be now it's Target, and mm. ended up getting it from there, and I was obsessed with this game. I beat it multiple times. One of my favourite games, like, I could say that I preferred maybe Pokemon Yellow, um, because it had to do with the TV show, but yeah, Blue well, is where it started for me. Yeah, and I'm sort of um, much the same. I had Red. Uh, I didn't know anything about Pokemon, yep. and I got Red for my birthday uh, and was like, this is amazing, but sort of struggled to work out what to do because I was just it was such a different style of game to anything that I'd played. Even on the Super Nintendo, we just didn't have games like that. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah, we were playing through it and having a good old time. And Red, yeah, was awesome. I would have put hundreds of hours into that. But then Yellow came along and I got that for a birthday, I think, the following year or the year after. I'm not sure yeah. when the release of it was, but it was definitely my birthday. So it probably was the year after. And just how it was sort of upscaled, the, the sprites and the everything you know had the tv aspect in it so i was sort of when we were prepping for the show i was like which one did i like more but it's sort of a tie they both had something that you know obviously red was the first well red and blue which i had um obviously red was very exciting at the time but yeah then yellow came out it's like well it's the same game but it's polished and you know you're starting off with a new pokemon 
which was Pikachu, and it follows you around, and um, you know, you can get all the starters, um, and you know, yeah, it just things that were... with the show really well. So it came out a few years after um, Pokemon Blue and Red, but the show came out a couple of years, just, I don't know, in Australia. I think it was like '98 yeah. when, or maybe '97 when Pokemon Blue hit us. Mm. And then I think it was 99, the show was just a massive phenomenon. Ah, that's not even the word. I know what you meant, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when it came out around the same time, and it was just perfect. Yeah, it was very exciting. And whenever we went back and played it years later, it was always yellow. We never played red, I think, because yellow just, yeah, it was more a complete version. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you did that sort of playoff, I think we were in year 11, did a playoff with Angus to see who yeah. was... Was that Pokemon yellow or was that red or blue? Uh, yeah, it was... Oh, I think it was red because I remember... Or blue. I remember you saying I had, that... I had there my was, copy blue, so he might have had red, but... No, yeah, he I, did have red because there was the talk of who's going to do that Cinnabar Island rare candy cheat, and it's like you had to have this sort of level of trust to say, okay, I'm not going to do it, I'm going to train, you know, normally. <laughs> yeah. Just, and I think you might have got in with your Psyduck. No one did the cheat, but yeah. I was very consistent with my training. He was blown away on how much I trained my Pokemon because we both started at the same level, and I put in hours and hours of dedication <laughs> into training he didn't know what he was up against. This is yeah, the guy like that'll, he this came all, up, yeah. He came up to me at like level sixty, and my guys are on level ninety. Yeah, you you really take it that stuff. You can just like wire yourself in, and it's all <laughs> over. It was over before it even started. Yeah. Um. You know, and like I actually watched him play through Red. Not watched him, but I was with him, and he played through it. I think he beat the game in under five hours and got every oh. single TM. So, um, you know, years later we still went back and sort of played them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that was a big moment. That was a big moment in year 11. <laughs> yeah. We're all sort of checking in throughout, and, like, you'd come to school the next day, and you'd be like, okay, this is what I'm going to roll with. And, and then you had, yeah. like, a big battle at the end to see who would win, and I think you pretty much knocked out most of his with one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he had no idea what hit him. <laughs> yeah, freight that train. Was, that was a good memory, yeah. Yeah, good on you. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, so red and yellow are definitely in there. I, blue, I didn't play. I, think I may have played through blue once. I don't even think I finished it. Um, I've still got it, but I was just focused on red. I think I got blue for the sake of blue. Yep. Honestly, but... What do you think of gold and silver? Uh, yeah, well, at this stage, I was saving for the Game Boy Advance, I believe. I remember having the Game Boy Advance and I had Pokemon Silver. So I must have got it sort of towards the end of the yeah. Pocket's life. Um, and I don't really remember being that blown away by it. I don't know. I think it was just like a changing of the time and I was sort of over it. Yep. Um, you know when you invest so much into a game and then a second one comes out or a different version and you're just like, oh, I've, I've been there, done that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, no, no, no. I, yeah, I remember playing it on my Game Boy Advance when I just got the Game Boy Advance and I'm like screw this, and I went down to Forest Hill and I got Advanced Wars, and then, yeah, that was it. So, um, But, look, I did enjoy Soul Silver, and I actually plan on playing that again this year, and the year's almost over. So, um, <laughs> I did beat um, Soul Silver once, yep. uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll try to beat it again at some stage. I'm a bit different. Like, I beat um, Gold a couple times 
when it mm. first came out and in 2015 uh, when we were in Japan um, mm. as I was going to with uh, Paige and Darren as we were in the train majority of the time that's when I was playing uh, Hard Gold on the uh, DS oh okay yeah see I never had Hard Gold I only had Soul Silver because I was like I'm not going to get Hard Gold um, because I only played Silver which was you know as a collector's you, you get both yeah. but I did get I do have a box copy of um, red, blue, green, silver, gold, crystal, uh, fire red, leaf green, sapphire, ruby, and emerald. <laughs> well, you're all over it. All from Japan, yeah. Yep. So I think they were like $8 each. They were cheap there, but the issue is, that is can you change over the writing to English? No. <laughs> Alright, so that's, that's the issue. But I'm not playing it for the story, but I'm probably not playing them anyway. Like, no, they look like they're brand new. Them. Those those yeah. guys are so careful with their games. They're just a little respect. Been over this, but just, yeah. I just wanted them for the boxes because I reckon they look really cool. And that's something oh, that you can really find. I did see the other day at um, Hunted Antiques, they had some boxed uh, red and blue and yellow, but they were like $600. I'm like, yeah, righto. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good luck to you. Um, I've actually met the guy who owns that um, all those gaming booths. There's a lot in there. I thought they were yeah, individual nah, people. Nah, they're all his um, with the Pokemon cards and everything. Yeah, the guy lives in, like, World Bar. What? So why does he just collect and sell, does he? Yeah, collect and sell. He's got figures as well there hanging up. Mm. Did you buy anything? Uh, not from him. Paige bought some SingStar stuff that she takes to her friends, and they all <laughs> sing Star out. Um, but besides that, nah, I haven't bought it. I actually bought a Nintendo 64 from him. I bought, like, the grape colour one like, yeah. a couple of years ago, but that's how I found out that he owns the booth. Yeah, well, he does have a good collection, but it's a bit of a mess down there. There's just shit everywhere. 100%. 100%. Um, like, I think I put a video up on my Instagram of it, but I got the copy of Turok from there, but, yeah, there's... I mean, I wasn't really looking for anything because I've got most of it. Like, I'm not going to buy a box 64 when I've got a working 64. So. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do, you know... I think it's cool to look at, but yeah. There's, you know, the, there's one there if you need it. <laughs> half the reason why like, I bought the grape one, well, first of all, I have to colour purples. But remember how sensitive my Nintendo 64 was with Banjo-Kazooie and Ellie accidentally tapping it slightly and it just shut off and I lost my levels at 98 notes? Oh, we, we're pinning it on her, are we? We're not, after all oh, the time, you've sort of been close to about who it was. I know it was her. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to yell at your wife. Oh, man. You yelled at me that time. I was making too much noise and your mum was asleep. Of course. Of so, course. We're, we're um, good friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> just cracking it. During, it was at that time I brought my large TV over. Remember we played Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, yeah like, I, I do remember. See, that, that's also a great memory. Like, you, you're like... We're not going to stop, but we're going to beat Banjo-Kazooie tonight. Never Yeah, happened. right. So we got yeah, to, right. like, um, Clanker's Cabin or whatever it is, and that was yes. just, like, 2 a.m. and I like, going to have a sleep. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to do, right? It's not it's not that easy. Yeah. Uh, the spirit was willing, yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I didn't really have a lot more on the Game Boy early on. Um, yeah. We had a game called Hook, which is a shocker, so I'm not yeah. going to mention it anymore, but... Um, other than that, I did borrow the first Kirby game 
on the Game Boy, and that was pretty cool. But like, I'm, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't have much much on it. They were just what I was given for my birthday. I didn't have money to go buy them. Yep. Um, what about you? Got any more? I do, and I don't know if you want me to fire through them because. Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. Take your time, or whatever, man. Go for it. All right. Um, Warrior Land Three was my first introduction to um, the Warrior series, and yeah, uh, this was on the color, I believe. At the time, uh, my stepbrother Jeremy and we bought it together at the same time, um, and we both loved it. Like the mini games in it are awesome as well. It's, I I am a big fan of the Mario series, but this just a whole different thing. It's just, you tax it different, but it's just funny. Yeah. Like I, like later down the track, I've even purchased Warrior Land Four, which was on the Advance because I love this series, and I've got a bunch of the Warrior Land games still now on the Wii and the GameCube because of this game. It was just so good. I've gone back and I've purchased uh, Land uh, 3 and Warrior Land 2, which I really should go back and beat. But number 3 was the benchmark for me, um, which got me into the series, and I absolutely love it. Another game that I had was Mario Golf. Um, Now, this was by Camelot. Um, This was pretty much an RPG, um, pretty much golf game but you create a player he plays through a bunch of uh, tournaments and he's got to develop his game i actually could never beat this as a kid um but this was one of my favorite games um it's probably just under pokemon being my favorite yep um it's also one i also big fan of golf but i also love tennis as a kid and i also picked up mario tennis which is very much similar uh made by camelot as well it's an rpg it's where today's uh, on the uh it's called golf story on the nintendo switch which i absolutely loved got yeah. inspiration from these two games and they're so they're just amazing i love playing from them through them um as a kid i love pokemon pinball as well um yeah. you just evolve your pokemon through playing pinball the cartridge had a rumble pack on it which was yeah. actually quite interesting um we also had um Pokemon trading card game. I was absolutely obsessed with Pokemon. Um, that. It was good. And the pinball game was good as well. Yeah. Um, they're both really good. They're both very unique games and just how they play, they're very well done in my opinion. Um, the very last one is Donkey Kong uh, Land. I used to play it a fair bit. Um, it plays very similarly as the Donkey Kong Country, but it's a totally different game. Um, Side scroller. You know, platformer. It's just, it, it's just a very fun game. Um, I, no, uh, I, I do recommend. Uh, I never played number two. I always wanted it. I thought they but were the same as the Super Nintendo, just sort of downscaled. No, they're different. They're different. Are they different? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just want. They're the ones that I had like as as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I just want to give a couple of shout outs to two games that I've played as adults that I have now and it's Donkey Kong on the Game Boy um, it the first level is like uh, plays like the old uh, arcade game Donkey Kong and then once you beat the first couple of levels it turns into this whole platformer thing it's whole, totally different it's just very well done uh, Donkey Kong on the Game Boy. Oh, the first one. Yeah, like it played, like the first couple of levels plays like the old arcade, 
then yeah. it turns into this whole different game, which is unexpected. Uh, and then there's Gargoyles Quest, which have got number two on the NES. And, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're my Game Boy games that I'll, I'll talk about, yeah. Oh, fantastic, man. That's, uh, wait. That's sweet. <laughs> and, um... Well, um, all right. Well, that's, that's some good trip down a good trip down memory lane but let's um let's go to our question of the week mm-hmm. uh, we did have one from instagram from my instagram uh jay gamer man yep who has asked us which uh is our favorite game super mario world or super mario brothers 3 um as i've mentioned in the past i absolutely love super mario land i mean super mario brothers 3 sorry Talking about Super um, Brothers Land too much. Um, yeah, number three is my favourite. I love World, yeah. but I can always go back to number three at any point, at any time. If you say, let's play it right now, I'll be like, yeah, Mario. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, let's think of something else. You always bring up, let's play Lost Levels, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> But yeah, what about you? Uh, nah, I'll probably go. Yeah, I'll probably go three. Yep. To be honest, I don't know. It's, well, I do know because that's the one I want. But um, I just I just really enjoy it. That's the reason. Um, I'm good at it. Yep. And I just have a lot of good memories of it. Yep. I mean, no, okay. I didn't have land uh, until very much. Mean, well, world. Until I, world, sorry. Until yep. I sort of got old enough to board games myself. But, yep. yeah, um, like, you know, that's, that's just why i guess um world was my first very first super nintendo game i had as i mentioned it before it came with the console as mm. a bundle for super nintendo but and so i have great memories with it but there's just something about the world designs in uh super mario bros 3 um yeah. it just i'm in love with it i just love the game Oh, that's all right. I mean, that's a good reason. I, I look. I do think it's a fantastic game. World, I really do. It's it's great. The music's fantastic, and it's got all these awesome aspects. Um, I was a bit confused why there's like that American Grenine player, whatever you call it, football in America. Yep. Towards the end of each level, I was like, what are they doing here? Did they put that in just to sort of appease the American fans? Potentially. Um, but yeah, it's it's very unique. It the the best thing about those Super Nintendo games is they all play a little bit different. Like Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Island, sorry, is a little bit different. Um, Yoshi's World's like sort of semi-different, and then obviously get your all stars, and we all know that um, Mario Two is completely different. So, yeah, uh, you know, had I had a copy of the All Stars with World on it, uh, mm-hmm. maybe this would be a different discussion. Different. Um, yep. But yeah, like the three was just it's just just the one I liked. I yep. still do like it. Um, yeah, I'd pick that any day over world. Yep. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much it, I guess. It's uh, it's a good question, but there's not much more to it. No, no, it's a, it's a good question. Like, it's a very debatable question. Uh, what's better? I can't I can't tell you what's better. Probably world's probably better because it's a bigger game with sort of more in it. And yeah, it's got more. Um, do all the worlds, get all the yeah. keys and everything. It's all that sort of more stuff. to it. Bonus rounds. You got Yoshi. You got this. You got that. But whereas Super Mario Three is just sort of a old Nintendo game. Yeah, Revitalized for the Super Nintendo, but it is straightforward. Just levels, and that's it. Um, you know, you got those mini mini boss fights where you have to sort of between the worlds and the ship moves around. That's pretty unique for the time. Yeah. It's in a different location, so if you didn't go a certain path or you 
you know, you can sort of skip around worlds if you go different directions. Yep. And if the boat goes behind that one, you sort of need to complete that level. Um, yeah, it's, it's so annoying. Super Mario World has, in my opinion, a strange saving format. You have to get to certain points to save the game, whereas Super Mario 3 does a similar thing. However, it leaves castles completed, you know, that mid-castle in the yeah, world. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like you know, they've each got their own sort of benefits, pros yeah. and cons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, um, that's, that's pretty much it, I think. Oh, we didn't have any more questions this week, just the one, so keep them coming, guys, if you want want us to give you a shout-out and speak about anything. Yeah. Preferably gaming-related. <laughs> um, has to be gaming-related. Has to be gaming-related. But, yeah, look, we'll wrap it up for this week, um, yeah. and we will be back in two weeks' time, hopefully. Yeah, we will uh, be. Um, and when, where can they find you, Scotty? Well, they can find me on Instagram at melbourne.retro. Yep. Um, and they can find the show which is the Power On Retro Gaming Podcast on yep. all these platforms. Yeah, so I'll fire them off. You can find on on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon, Spotify, and Stitcher Smart Radio. You can also find it on Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook also. And as always, Power On.